get an interview. I get an interview uh, selling digital media and ads or being a manager for that. And my interview went well. The first interview went well. Well, like with the top manager. He loved it. He was like, let's get you in for a second one. I'm like, perfect. So I didn't want, I, I think the interview went two days later. I met with the, with, with the, with the man in the Manager lady. This lady was Zach's manager, by the way. If you guys didn't get there, <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was Zach's oh, manager. So uh, it was maybe like a week had passed. So I'm interview number two. Hit it off. You know, I have my experience. You know, it seems good. And then she ghosts me. She ghosts me. I don't get a call back. I follow up. Maybe like two weeks later, I was like, hey, ghost me. Calls me back six months later. Like, hey, I want to bring you in for a second interview. Oh, yeah, wow. Six months. So I'm like, okay, perfect. I'm like, whatever. Because I, <laughs> I, I remember this. this because so I funny. hated my job so much. Yeah. I hated my job. And I'm like, well, whatever, let's do it. So I go to the meeting. And because of my background in sales, I was like, I have to approach this meeting two ways. I have to show her that I know how to navigate this. Welcome to the Winners Podcast. Today is our first episode. We just want to thank you for joining us. We're going to talk a little bit about the idea behind the podcast, a little bit about Shannon and Zach. I'm Zach, and this is Shannon. I'm Shannon. Guys, welcome to the Winners Podcast. I'm so excited. This has been in the making for the latest two years. It might be longer. That's scary. And I only say two years because that's the date of that of the of the list of guests that I sent you. Uh-huh. It's got to be more than that because I put that list together some time after I was like, I want to do a podcast. Well, it's two years for you. It's what, three months, two months for me? Yeah. <laughs> it's two months for me. It's yeah. kind of funny. I think so. It might have been 2020. Whenever podcast really got big, I was like, I want to start a podcast. Just never put any legs to the idea. Well, I'm glad that you put legs to this idea. Here we are two plus years later. Uh, starting this uh, this journey, I'm excited. I am too, man. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a wild ride. It's gonna be interesting, man. Uh, so far, uh, we have a, a pretty cool list of people that are, that are coming on. I'm excited to to hear what they have to say. Uh, a little bit of, I think before we get into anything, we should talk a little bit about what this is, what the podcast is. We should. What do you think the podcast is? Since you're the co-host, entrepreneurship. We're co-hostings. Entrepreneurship, golden nuggets. If you want, or if you are an entrepreneur, if you want to be an entrepreneur in the future, well, this is a podcast for you. We're going to talk about how to attain that, how to grow, how to facilitate what you need to do to be an entrepreneur, a business owner, something of that nature. And what better way to learn from someone that people that are doing it? I'll tell you what, man. Uh, the word entrepreneur. It's and tough. entrepreneurship is it's probably going to beat the brakes out of me this whole series. It's tough because I, I have to like say it in my brain like five times before I actually say it. Entrepreneur, entrepreneurship. 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 So within the next however many times you see this podcast and we say it wrong, don't just bear with us. It's a tough word. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a mouthful. Mm. It's a mouthful. And I have a fat tongue. But anyways, mm. we're going to move forward. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, you nailed it on the head. This is a podcast about business entrepreneurship and kind of all the little, uh, you know, the, the things that go into it. A lot of people want to start businesses. A lot of people don't know where to start. Um, I, f- I feel like with this podcast, if we can at least nudge them a little bit into the right 
into the right direction, uh, I'd, I'd feel good about that. Um, yeah, it's that's super important, man. Like specifically for me, I love podcasts. I like to listen to a podcast at least one a day. So the, I never thought I would be a part of one ever. Never thought I could. Man, it's uh, twenty 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 three. Uh, it's easy to do a lot of things. Um, like there's people making movies. It's crazy with their cell phone. So like a podcast obviously is not beyond the realm of possibilities. Granted, I'm in the video photography space. That helps. So it helps. It helps. Uh, however, uh, even if these things weren't of it, like if I wasn't a videographer, it's still something that we can do on the phones. So what I'm saying is it's like, I don't want to say life, but things have gotten easier with time. Uh, in regards to like the antiquated ways of doing stuff, mm. like before, if you wanted to like put on a show or a podcast, what'd you have to do? You have to get on TV. True. That's true. Like, yeah, you'd have to have a talk show. A talk show. Um, I mean, podcasting has always kind of been around, but it really took off in the last like three years. But yeah, everyone's in the house uh, recording content, so I'm like. At the very least, I want to put some content out, and why not be beneficial to everyone out there? I feel like when I was starting the journey of starting the business, I had a lot of questions, uh, and I I relied on the internet and YouTube to kind of like internet, YouTube, and like different like groups. Like I, Facebook, Facebook groups were huge, um, and I was able to kind of just experience something throughout the journey of business, and then be like, huh. What are other people doing in this yeah. space? And kind of just, um, so I figured this is just another way of, another resource for people to be like, oh, I never really thought about doing this this way or whatever. Or you learning from someone else's mistakes. My mom used to say this. This is very Panamanian of her. There you go. She would say, uh, if you don't learn, you feel. That's big. That's huge. Right? Isn't that That's huge. genius? Yeah. She would say that all the time. If you don't Shout out to it. Alba, rest in peace, Alba, to uh, giving the long-term gems. All Those gems, I live by those gems. To, still to this day, man, she would say that all the time. She's like, Zachary, if you don't learn, you feel. I'm like, <laughs> and I think she would always say it, and I didn't really take, I didn't really think about it or like, whatever. I was like, all right, mom. Now I'm like, yo, it's it's so true. Like, if you don't learn, you feel. Like, you, you can learn from someone else's mistakes so that you don't have to go through those trials and tribulations and just kind of like start off strong. If you're starting a business, whatever the case may be, you know what I mean? I, I'll tell you what. Um, I feel like I, I live off of that model uh, indirectly. Like you don't, you don't, what is it? You don't, uh, you don't learn, you feel. If you don't learn, you feel. If you don't learn, you feel. Uh, my journey in business has been very different because I feel like sometimes I could be a little stubborn just in my own personal <laughs> life. That's, yeah, that's funny. But like stubborn for like stupid things, like things that like. Give me an example. Give the views an example, please. So, I make I make decent money for myself. I do well for myself, right? How much do you make a year? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I do well for myself, uh, and I would say the, probably the, one of the one of my most important tools in my in my wheelhouse. People would be like, "Oh, the camera." No, my car. My car is probably one of my most important tools. You know where I'm going. Mm. You know where I'm going. Continue. Continue with this. I want to know where we're, you're going. We're going Go, there. We're go going there. there. So from time to time, I get into spaces where I like, and I'm going to give you another example of this too, that I'm like, you know what? I did this, so I'm not going to do this. And sometimes I stand in that 
good or bad. So my vehicle, one of my biggest tools, I, like yesterday, I put 350 miles in one day, like from wow. 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., wow. but 350 miles on my car in just one day in the area. My car doesn't reverse. My truck. I've had to push the car a few times. Only once, maybe twice. And that's Probably because the times. basketball court we were at, there was three, no It was there like was three no times, bro. It doesn't matter. It's been almost a year now. It's terrible. Almost a year. That's probably one of your worst traits. Um, but it's taught me how to po- problem solve and how to plan. There's always a there's it's always terrible. a little nugget. Anyways, it's so what, all that what I'm saying is, uh, I understand that my car is a big tool, and I understand that if it goes, it could be a big detriment. But also, I've also put a lot of money into the truck already. So I'm in a spot where I'm like, do I want to put more? That's I, where the stubborn comes into yeah, play. Yeah, I, man, I've been telling you this for years. What, that I'm stubborn? No, not that you're stubborn, oh. that your car is trash and you need a new one. It's actually, you don't want to finance one. Regardless, right? It's still a decent truck. It, looks, it doesn't reverse, though, and it looks mediocre at best. If I clean it up. Maybe true or not. The thing is, I can't. I don't want to get a lease, right? You don't have to get a lease. I drive you too can, much. You don't have to get a lease, like I've been saying. Don't matter. So- all this to say, guys, uh, the reason why Zach's so annoyed by this, we're going to talk a little bit about Zach now. Oh, well, tell me my, st- my, uh, my story. Yes. Zach, what's your, what's your background before to what you're doing now? Okay. So I worked for a local news station selling TV and digital, dig- digital media advertising for a few years. That didn't work out. Wasn't very good at it. Made some cool money, good money, but didn't work out. Transitioned to selling cars at BMW. That's why he don't like it. I yeah no. Car guy. I was a car guy for a little bit, five six years. Finance was a finance manager for about four or five of those years. Four, four yeah four out of the five six years I was in the business. Did that for a while. Loved it. Super fun. Crazy hours. Didn't want to continue to do it. And then uh, crazy hours. I was working nuts. Crazy hours. I'd, Saturdays. What's a Saturday? Yeah. I was off on Fridays. Even then, I still go into work sometimes. Um, and Sundays, but pretty much I was a slave to the dealership. I worked to, like to 75 hours a week. I remember. We'd have like a long weekend. We're like, oh, we're going to do this. And I won't I be there. I'll be there. I'm going to work. Yeah, so. I remember. I, used to, I worked at AT&T for far too long. I think it was like six years, seven years. Same thing. Uh, weekends. Gone. Terrible, holidays man. are gone and i was the manager i felt like when i got when i became the manager i'm like all right now yeah. this, no no you have more responsibility like i yeah like and making probably less money than what you were making when you weren't a manager right or i was making less money i was yeah. making less money as a manager than i was as a rep crazy because i was i was a top selling rep which anyways but that was that's a long time ago yeah uh so you went from uh digital media sales or mm-hmm. like advertising space sales yeah uh into the finance, to the, the finance, finance world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you said you felt like you were trash at the media job. Oh, it's terrible. So now looking back, that was several years ago. What have you learned? Because you're still you're you're in finance now, but you're still dealing with people. You're still customer yeah. facing. You. Yeah. Like what have you learned? Like in that time, what's probably the biggest thing you've learned from that kind of uh, outside sales mm-hmm. job to tell me. Kind of outside yeah. sales now, but do you it's want me to tell me what I do for a living now? Yes. Okay. 
All right, I'm a, I'm a mortgage loan officer. I mean, it's so secretive. Yeah, I was like, I'm a, I'm a lender, so I uh, I help people get into houses. I don't sell real estate. I help them. I loan, lend money. That's good. What I do, I enjoy it. I love it. It's fun. So, what did I learn? Um, I think how to handle rejection. Rejection is oh, probably the big. biggest one because. Especially when you were like, when I was, I would cold call and not only cold call, I would like just show up to business, random businesses like, Hey, my name is Zach That's I'm with blah, blah, blah. And would love to help you advertise your business. And they would just be like cold shoulder, like get out of here. Stop soliciting me. That would happen frequently until like I got into the room and was like, okay, it takes me going into 10 businesses to just get one or two, maybe potential clients. So just kind of like handling that. And even now, like even when I was in the car business too, like handling that rejection of someone saying like, nah, that's too much saying, okay, how do we get them from saying that's too much to, okay, I can got this and ended up spotting the car and doing all those different things. So rejection would be the biggest thing. Like just being like, Hey, you have to go through a couple of different people, but mm-hmm. you'll get a, you'll get a sell or two out of it. Just kind of handling yeah, that. Yeah. That, that's good. I mean, a lot of people don't handle rejection. Well, no, typically in sales, cause like, Oh, you know, what if they say no? It's like, if they say no, that's good because you got an answer. Yeah, uh, you know how many times I've been ghosted. Someone's like, "Let me think about it." Yeah, it's like, "What do you need to think about?" And then, like a day later, you f- you see that they're using someone else's services that, that are cheaper and less, not as good as yours, and you're like, uh. yeah. "With a job, I do." And then they come back. Do they come back sometimes? Uh, from time to time, mm-hmm. from time to time, sometimes. So like, and you can't be like, "Yeah, I knew it." You just got to be like, "I'm only human." Welcome. I'm only human. Yeah. So a lot of times, right? I've been in situations where like a client says no or whatever, whatever. It didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Some time passes, and then it, I get a phone call. So, oh, hey, I'm like, "Hey there again." <laughs> you know, you get that. You get the follow ups. Ah, uh, so I did this. It didn't work out. I'm like, "Oh, okay." You know, I'm only human. Sometimes I'm like, should have got me first, but. Or even more petty, be like, I'm all set. Listen. (laughs) See you later. To give you a story about about rejection and either handling it well or not well. I had already been in sales for a good good, good amount of time. You're part of this story, kind of. Mm. You'll you'll understand when I get there. Cool. Uh, I I was in insurance at this time. I was good, but I wasn't really doing the job. Like I knew what I could do, but I was just like, you're mediocre. I was already out the door. Mm. But someone told me that there was a job opportunity in this place in Chicopee for like a sales manager. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's funny. So somehow, you know, I get this this uh, I get an interview. <laughs> I get an interview uh, selling digital media and ads, or being a manager for that. And my interview went well. The first interview went well. Well, like with the top manager, he loved it. He was like, "Let's get you in for a second one." I'm like, "Perfect." So I didn't. Want, I I think the interview went two days later. I met with the with with the with the man the manager lady. This lady was Zach's manager, by the way. If you guys didn't get there, <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was Zach's oh, manager. Man. So uh, it was maybe like a week had passed. So I'm interview number two. Hint it off, you know, I have my experience, you know, it seems good. And then she ghosts me. She ghosts me. I don't get a call back. I follow up maybe like two weeks later. I was like, hey, ghost me, calls me back six months later. Like, hey, I want to bring you in for a second interview. Oh, yeah. Wow. Six months. So I'm like, okay, perfect. I'm like, whatever. Because, because I, <laughs> I, I, remember this. This because so I hated my job so much. Yeah. I hated my job. And I'm like, 
well, whatever, let's do it. So I go to the meeting and because of my background in sales, I was like, I have to approach this meeting two ways. I have to show her that I know how to navigate a sale because mm-hmm. obviously I'm going to be managing people and how to deal with people. So I got to first show her what I can do, uh, but also find out what took so long. Like there's six months past. I need to understand what's going on so I can get clarity and maybe uh, overcome any objections that she may have. Yeah. So I'm in the second interview. It's going well. So Ask her, I'm like, hey, so if this is a second interview, everything has gone, you know, I feel like everything, we have productive conversation. Give me insight. Uh, do you have any reservations with the resume that maybe I can clear up uh, and we can maybe discuss before before I move on? And she was like, no, resume looks good. Though my only concern is that you don't have uh, experience in the media or ad space. Pause right there. Funny thing is I had no experience in the media ad space when I got the job. That's fine though, but I was I was applying for the manager job. I know I get it, but I'm just saying though, like the anyways, The people that I'm, that I'm yeah. There, yeah, yeah. So, but me applying for the job, I understood that already. I understood that I'm going into a field that I'm not familiar with, but at the end of the day, you're still managing people. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're still selling a product. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So keep in mind where I'm at in my headspace, and I don't recommend this to, to do this to anyone, but I felt confident. Felt confident. So confident. I felt confident. I'm like, I was like, you know, I can understand why my lack of experience in this field uh, can be can be concerning. It's like, however, I have you know x amount of experience dealing with people, managing uh, managing people, selling products, and I could tell you one thing. I was like, I'm one thousand percent confident that if I would have been hired six months ago. This conversation would have been a lot different and you would have been like, okay, I should have hired you. Long story short, she didn't call me back after that. I challenged, I challenged her. I'm like, but I'm like, don't waste my time. Don't meet with me. Yeah. Don't call me back. But anyways. I think you, you, would, you would have been way qualified for it. Like you would have figured out the, the product itself. The, you would have figured that out. The, the product, hardest the thing is the product, the, the verb, the, not the verb, the terminology. Yeah. The product is the product. But as far as everything else, you, I think you would have been, you would have been a great manager, Shannon. Hey man. But it didn't work out. Didn't. Which it, it always look works at you for now. them because look at me now. Look at you now. I, I, I'm managing my own business. Uh, making paper. Making bread and not buying new cars. That's, that's what we're doing. That's, a, that's your. Uh, so that's a, that's, that's a, that's, a, that's my story on rejection. Um, your story on your how'd you get here to being a business owner quickly kind of yeah man yeah did insurance did sales now i'm here man i'm working i'm doing what i love i work with people that i like and that's the other that's the other thing man uh, working in your own business you work with the people you like yeah like um when you work for whatever let's say i use at&t because i work there you're dealing with whoever walks in yeah and it's kind of like, uh, but sometimes there's people that are hard to deal with. There's some people that don't, that don't understand I mean, a lot of reasons. Yeah. So the fact that I can work with people that I like, the people that, I, that, that respect what I do, um, it's even more rewarding. That's so huge. Cause even in being a lender and obviously working with real estate agents and working with that and re- that relationship, like not, I'm not for everyone, right? My personality, the way that I communicate or the way that I whatever I'm not for everyone and I don't want to work with everyone right that's kind of just how it is like cool if you want to work with me and let's have a conversation about like what are you looking to accomplish and how I can I can help facilitate that growth or vice versa like that's what it should be like a collaborative approach saying like how can we grow each other's business not like what can you do for me what can you do for me like no like I want to work with someone that's willing to say okay 
we may not be best of friends, but there should be some form of like something. You know what I mean? Some chemistry, exactly. Some camaraderie, something. and we don't know that until we have a conversation, right? Absolutely, absolutely. That and that conversation is huge. Um, I think one of the biggest things in 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 my career that has been successful for me has been like the setting of expectations. Mm. Um, and it can be little things. I'm not even talking about like someone said you hear someone saying like set the expectations like it can sound like that's a lot yeah but it's easy it's like imagine we just sit down for a meal and say like hey Zach thanks for coming in uh, real quick before we get started uh, we're gonna do XYZ and then we're gonna go this and then we'll go there and then we'll be done by this time and we're like we have any questions so far get right into it yeah. sign quick like that but like in every interaction so like if I take if I do a photo shoot, I'm like, hey, thanks for coming in, had fun, was everything easy? I'm like, all right, this is what this is what next looks like, blah blah blah, and then go from there. You manage their expectations up front. Yeah, and I can't say that I'm a hundred percent. I'm not a hundred percent with that. I mean, there's times that I drop the ball, which which happens for whatever Every, reason. Anyone yeah, does, yeah. you know what I mean? You're human. Um, but I think. Over time, that's been like my biggest thing, and, and that's in every in every field that I've been like set expectations because most of the time when there's like a miscommunication or someone's upset, a lot of times it was a mishandling of expectations or just straight up no communication. Yeah. Uh, so I think those two are like are huge because if there's no communication, if you don't hear from someone, you start formulating your own responses yeah. in your head, yeah. and that could be so far vague. from the truth. Yeah, you're it right. could be. It could be anything. Or even trying to communicate something to someone. Like, you may interpret what I say to you differently than I interpreted. I expected it for you to receive it. You know what I mean? Like, so having that clear communication, as clear as you can be. I'm terrible at analogies. You guys will find that out as we go. I was going to give one. I was hoping you did. That I was like, you know, it's kind of like when you park a car. Here we go. And you try to reverse out of the parking spot. And then... I want to know. You like that? You see what I did there? No, I'm terrible. Oh, you guys are going to find out. I am terrible at analogies. Um, but yeah, man, like I'm excited for this podcast. We're going to have some awesome people on here. We're going to be able to have some great nuggets or AKA cupcakes. Um, and yes. yeah, we are. I'm thrilled, man. It's going to be fun. Like Zach said, I'm excited. We're excited. Uh, we have, we have, we have a lot of cool things in the, in the hopper. As people say in the sales world, have it in the hopper. Feed Funnel. the front end, whatever, whatever the lingo is. We have some some cool stuff uh, happening, and uh, expect for a new episode uh, every week, every week, every Wednesday, every Wednesday. We don't know what time yet. TBD. But it's, we'll get there. I'm thinking nine. I feel like nine's a good number. I'm thinking about when people are driving into work. Maybe eight. Maybe eight. Eight nine. Eight thirty. Doesn't Maybe. matter. Whatever day it is, it'll be consistent unless we announce it. Correct. So if we say Wednesday at communication is important, like we just learned. Exactly. Whatever it is, expect an episode. Feel free to follow us, ask us questions. But uh, for now, see you later. See you later.